Welcome to the podcast, All Things Songwriting. I'm your host, Simon Parker. Today's episode, Why Do Some Hit Songs Fade Away? I received an email from a listener in Ohio who wanted to know why certain songs have the staying power that you can hear it year after year, decade after decade, and it it still resonates with the listener, whereas other hit songs seem to have their moment in the sun and then are soon forgotten. Well, I don't have an answer to that question per se. I can speculate, and I will try to speculate and, and give an idea of why I think it is. Um, but I don't have a specific answer. But l- let me give uh, the listeners here uh, an example of what the question is talking about. You take a song like uh, Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner, and you compare that to like a song, um, let's say Kesha's We Are Who We Are, okay? So Kesha had this hit in 2011 called We Are Who We Are. It's kind of an independent song. We're comfortable with our own identity. Great, okay? It, it went to number one. And it was a hit for her. Um, you compare that with Leonard Skinner's uh, Sweet Home Alabama. That song, I believe, went to number four in the 1970s. It wasn't a number one hit. But um, if we look at today in terms of downloads and popularity, Sweet Home Alabama is the most popular, I believe it's the most downloaded song of the 70s um, from iTunes. Okay, so that says a lot about um, the song, um, because, you know, you, in the 70s, you got More Than a Feeling by Boston, um, Hotel California, um, a, a lot of a lot of stuff in the 70s came out that could have been downloaded. You've got a friend, James Taylor, um, you know, Fire and Rain. There, there's plenty of tunes, memorable songs in the 70s that could be downloaded, but uh, Sweet Home Alabama is the largest, most downloaded song. Um, so it has staying power for sure. Um, and We Are Who We Are doesn't. I mean, if you if you were to bet on film and TV, um, walking into a bar scene or, or any real, real scene that, that um, needs music, um, you know... More times than not, I'm betting that Sweet Home Alabama would get the the song placement over We Are Who We Are, All Things Equal. Obviously, if it's uh, uh, an independent song or if you're in a dance club, you might get Kesha over Sweet Home Alabama. And if you're if you're walking into a biker bar, you're going to get uh, <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama over Kesha, or, or for that matter, in, in any kind of bar for that matter. Um, so you've got to you've got to take um you got to all things equal you got to take a look at what is driving the reason behind a song like Sweet Home Alabama having this longevity and we are who we are being soon forgotten and I think it really comes down to a couple things it has to be the uniqueness of the song and the topic that it's relatable to to multi generations. So Sweet Home Alabama um, basically was a response song to 
a Neil Young song or Neil Young songs that he had written, um, Southern Man, and I think he wrote a song about Alabama in in of itself on one or more of his albums. And I think Leonard Skinner, um, they were obviously fans of Neil Young because they were listening to his music, and I think they kind of got a little flustered in that Neil Young was writing about uh, Southern people in Alabama, and he really didn't know a whole lot about Alabama. So I believe Sweet Home Alabama was a good response song to it. And um, due to politics and racial tensions, even in the 70s, you know, and, and still today we still have racial tensions here in the United States, it's a, it's a relatable topic. People relate to it, and people take sides uh, on, on these issues of race relations and what needs to be done. And um, I think it transcended and, and caught the attention of a lot of people because a lot of people have strong feelings about uh, racism in the United States and um, the stereotypes that can exist uh, for people in the South. And... It felt like this song was a response song t- towards the attitudes that Neil Young had, which appeared to be naive. So I think that helped make that song um, unpopular in the 70s and continue to stick with listeners today because it, it's a relatable topic. We Are Who We Are, on the other hand, is, yeah, it's an independent song, but there's a lot of independent songs. It doesn't specifically talk about one specific issue that requires someone to be independent or or you go against a trend because you're independent. Um, you know, it's it's a nice try, I'd say, for Kesha, but I don't think it really, you know, hammers, you know, home the, the ideology like uh, Sweet Home Alabama did. So that's one thing. I think it, there's other factors that come into play. Um, uniqueness of the song also has a factor to come in uh, come into play and and I think like a song like Toto's Africa is a good example. Now that song was a big hit in the 80s, early 80s for the rock band. Um I think it was their biggest hit, probably is their biggest hit. And um yeah, in 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 the early 80s it was played a lot on the radio. It was a great song and then it kind of faded away. And then there was this resurgence, and it became more of pop culture than just a song in the 80s. And I think a lot of that has to do with the uniqueness of the song, the harmonies, um, the lyrics talking about Africa, even though a lot of it's, uh, you know, a little cheesy, so to speak, Um I think uh, David Page and Jeff Picaro need to work a little more on the lyrics, but uh, thankfully they didn't because I mean, you got great lines such as uh, uh, Kilimanjaro rising like Olympus above the Serengeti. I mean, putting that in a song is pretty uh, cool, but weird, so to speak. Um, that's just another example of a song that's just it just had uniqueness to it that people caught on and liked. Um, you know, kids today will listen to that song and say, "Yeah, it's a cool song. The harmonies are cool. Uh, the the marimba in there, uh, just the 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 
the whole concept. It's just weird, but but unique, and people identify with it. So I think that would work better than you know a Kesha song or or even a, a ludicrous song or any anything that comes out that kind of disappears after it becomes a hit and, and wears out its welcome by being played too much on the radio. So that's that's what I think is going on. Um, but I'll definitely welcome other listener comments on it and maybe revisit this at another time. Thank you for listening and have a good day.